From WKYT Podcast, this is Uniquely Kentucky. I'm your host, Amber Philpotts. Hello, podcast listeners. I hope this week's episode finds you healthy and well. The last 15 days or so here in Kentucky have been unprecedented, scary, and uncertain. And we know that. While Uniquely Kentucky is usually meant to give you a break from the hustle and bustle of the world around us, this week it seemed like maybe we should do something a little different. So I thought I'd bring in my partner in crime every night here at WKYT, Mr. Sam Dick, to just talk about the headlines we've been seeing and to give you a behind-the-scenes perspective on what we've been doing here at WKYT to not only keep our viewers informed, but also our staff safe and healthy while on the job. Uniquely Kentucky with Amber Philpot is brought to you by the WKYT News and Weather Apps, available on the App Store and Google Play. Hi, Sam. Hello, Amber. So we have appropriately social distanced ourselves here in the podcast room, and we've left our door open so that any germs can fly out the door, <laughs> right? Yeah. So um, I thought it was appropriate. We have been through a lot uh, together on the news desk, and the last 15 days have been quite the ride for sure. Um, it's been um, unlike anything I think both of us have probably ever seen, right? Oh, I, I've been doing this for broadcast for 43 years and when and I don't want to compare it to these two things but it, it because it's a little it's a lot different in some ways but 9/11 uh, and then the the, the plane crash uh, 5191 those are really tragic horrible events but this one is is different and, and also larger in some ways and just because of, of all the people it's affected every walk of life and uh, and, and and I want to say I you know, my heart goes out to all the people that have lost jobs. Yeah. Um, you know, we're so fortunate because right now our jobs, I feel like, are really important. Right. And, uh, and we're able every night to try to give people a good sense of what's going on from a factual standpoint with some compassion and appreciation and respect for the whole thing. But I just, uh, I really feel for the people that uh, don't know how they're going to pay their bills right now. Absolutely. And I think in the beginning... Our mind, and it still is on these people, were on the the patients, the people that were being treated, and the people that had come in contact with these people, and our hearts were really going out to those folks, and now we've kind of done a 180, and while those people are still front and center on our minds, it has shifted to so many people that didn't think they were going to be affected by this have been completely upended in their entire world. There are just so many people, and we just, we keep getting questions, and and we try to answer some of them, but a lot of them, quite frankly, Sam, we don't know the answers to ourselves. We're in a business where we're supposed to find answers, but every day, every moment is changing that we can't always get those for folks. I've never seen a story like this, Amber, where almost on an hourly basis, certainly every day, major headlines, whether it's national or local, Mm -hmm. are things that we're having to take in and and try to get to people and it, it's just amazing how fast this has happened it's like whiplash you keep sometimes i wonder is this a nightmare yeah. i mean i really do because i feel for so many people um that are really struggling right now and um and so we're, we're doing the best we can yeah and in some ways when this first happened on march 6th it, it came on a friday afternoon when we were actually trying to do a telethon because at that time the biggest news story was nashville 
and um, Middle Tennessee being hit by a tornado, a devastating, deadly tornado. And we were trying to find a way for us here in Central Kentucky to help a city that most of us love. And literally in the course of about uh, 15 minutes when we got word that the governor was going to have a news conference at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, which doesn't really happen on a Friday afternoon around here, our world just completely, I mean, just took off. And I don't think any of us have been able to catch up since that moment. And usually we have the weekend off, but I don't know about you. Uh, I find myself uh, watching the uh, governor's news conferences Mm -hmm. on Saturday and Sunday, trying to stay abreast of what's going on. And I try to get a little bit of a break occasionally and go to the grocery store. But even then you're faced with shelves that are empty and you're a reminder of what's going on. So, I mean, I'm not trying to say that uh, our jobs are any heavier or any different in some ways from other people who've lost their jobs or struggling to keep a business afloat or treating patients. Those are people in the trenches yeah. that I supremely respect and admire, especially can you imagine the healthcare care workers no. that uh, have families and yet their job is to be right there in the middle of this? That's that's amazing. Yeah. And then potentially to come home to your family and not know really what you have been around at all. Um, one of the things that, you know, when this hit, obviously the very first case was in Harrison County Mm -hmm. and it was like a gut punch because, um, and I know this has kind of been said, but you know, Harrison County wants to be known for a lot of things to be first in it. This was not something that they ever wanted to be first in. And so I just, I was really taken back the first night that we were talking about this because I thought, how in the world, you know, did this land in Harrison County? And we have since had several more cases. And thankfully, um, the young woman that was the first case is now fully recovered and and back at home with her family. And so kudos to her and and all the people that took care of her. But it's been really interesting because sometimes when we do this, we've lived in this area for so long that you always wonder when the news is going to kind of hit close to home for you. And for you, it hit home in a couple of different big ways. You've talked about that some, but I think it's worth talking about here because from a personal standpoint, wow, you really you know, this really hits you in the face. It does. I mean, my mom and dad are still there. My dad is is what we would consider one of these compromised individuals in the sense that my dad um, has battled lung cancer for the last five years now. So I've completely banned him from leaving <laughs> the house in mm-hmm. a way. And my mom is having to be extra careful. But also my husband goes to work in Cynthiana every single day um, at 3M. And so that has also been a concern. And so uh, when I was doing my live shots from there a week ago on Monday, um, I remember right before we went live and you were getting ready to toss me, I kind of just looked over my shoulder to just, I don't know, just to look back. And I saw the Harrison Memorial Hospital sign and I thought, wow, I was born in this hospital. And, you know, here I (laughs) am back here reporting on something that I could have never, ever imagined. But I just want to say, as you said, you know, Kudos to the people that are on the first line because I are on the first in the trenches and and the front lines on this because there were so many people that I think we forget when you talk about some 50 some folks initially uh, had to go into Mm self-isolation after coming in contact with these first patients. And, you know, in a small community that really hits home when you have 50 people and then they have someone else at home with them. So um, I say kudos to them. I think right now everyone's doing the best that they can. And certainly, uh, again, Harrison County didn't want to be the first, but they became a leader for other communities to look for advice or what did you do right? What did you do wrong? How do we do this better? So um, kudos to them for that, 
you know, for sure. But it's been interesting, especially well, how it's cha- about things that. change things here. Uh, and, and I'm not trying at all to say that we have a rough road because we don't compare to most people. But when we come to work now, it's a whole different environment. And, and if so, if some of the people listening were to come here, able to come here, but right. they're not allowed now, um, most of the people in this station are, are at home. Yeah, you know, a newsroom is a hustling, bustling, crazy, I say it's organized chaos. And so we have really taken every measure where normally we're all together and we're all talking about things that are going on it's constant communication and we've really um we've really just busted that up and so we have people working from home our tonight when we're recording this our 6 and 11 um, producer is at home working by herself we have moved heaven and earth to move people away from one another put them in separate rooms all over our building and so um that's been really interesting for us so i think when people watch us out there you know um they don't really always think about that and then our reporters in the field you know they are the folks that are coming in contact with so many different people so they're working remotely they're working from their cars many of them they're working from parking lots or you know maybe if they get the chance to go home they might get to be at home but um, their job has really been uprooted as well in terms of just um, they can't come back in the building for we've, now. We've really tried to uh, give an example of social distancing yeah. so when people watch the news now uh, previously just a month ago uh, Chris Bailey and me and you and Brian Milam would all work within a foot of each other, mm-hmm. basically on the anchor desk. And now uh, you're about, what, 10 or 15 <laughs> yeah. feet away? We doubled our distance. Chris is 10 or 15 feet away from me. And and so we've 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 done that. And it's kind of an odd thing. But uh, strangely enough, we've I've gotten a little bit used to it. And then every day, um, you know, Amber and I work the, the second shift, which is basically like a two to midnight mm-hmm. kind of shift. And that doesn't count the other hours we work before and mm-hmm. after. But anyway, but now it's become a regular thing that at five o'clock, we interrupt our newscast yeah. and we go live to the governor. And, and that's, I feel so good about what we're trying to do from a journalism standpoint here with local journalism is we're trying to bring people the story and right from the governor's mouth. Mm-hmm. We don't cut out of it. We take every bit of it. And sometimes it's an hour plus that he's briefing the state. And, you know, therefore, in the beginning, there were two of those newsers a day. So we would blow out whatever we had going on for those. And however you feel politically across the spectrum, that's how you feel. But for us, it is information. And in every one of those newsers, every single day, we've gotten new information, unfortunately, about more cases. Um, you know, sadly, today we got news of our second death in this state, but also we've gotten critical mandates or critical recommendations for all of us as Kentuckians from the governor of how we're going to get through this together. And so it really has been something where we're not just you know, taking it to take it. I mean, there's been right. vital information that we can get out to you. So we know some of you may not agree with that always, but but that's what we're going to be here to do for sure. Something else I want to talk mm-hmm. about that's been really nice to see is that um, there's been so much talk about runs on the grocery stores, and we know that there's no toilet paper to be found, but there's also a lot of good going on out there. And this, you know, I saw this start first in Harrison County when their school got canceled, and now we have all of the school districts across the state out. But seeing these buses mm-hmm. go out and take mm-hmm. these 
lunches to kiddos all over the state just to make sure that they get fed has been really heartwarming to see. And we've been flooded with pictures and videos of this happening all over. The governor's talked about Team Kentucky, and, uh, you know, I don't think that's a, a trite thing. I think that mm-hmm. I think he's on to something, whether you believe whether you're a Republican or independent mm-hmm. or Democrat, because uh, we're all in this together. Everybody you come across, we're in this together. When I went over to Central Bank the other day to interview Luther Deaton, the president of the bank, you know, I couldn't shake hands. I couldn't hug like I normally yeah. would, but and I had to respect their space. But still, we needed to get the story. So there's definitely that sense now of uh, understanding our place in this world with our neighbor yeah. and our coworker like you and me. And, and you know, we're it, it's before we were so into the thing sitting in front of me, the mm-hmm. phone here. And now a lot of this is you got to think about the your fellow man and woman. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what you're saying with with the buses. Sure. And I know a lot of people are frustrated that they can't go do their favorite things right now. And I always just keep thinking this is a moment in time. It is a small moment in time and it will come. If we do the things that we're supposed to do, it will come. But I've also enjoyed seeing a lot of people just enjoy family time Mm -hmm. at home because, um, we can't be on maybe our phones all the time or we can't be on the tablets all the time. So I've seen a lot of board game playing and some puzzles and I, I just think that's amazing, you know, and I know for me personally, it's kind of forced me to slow down because yeah. we kind of have crazy schedules where mm-hmm. our day in the morning isn't always ours because maybe there's other work things or we're just going and doing. And so it's kind of been nice to say, no, you can't go anywhere. I, so I think everybody has to kind of find their own stress relievers. So yeah. I'm a cleaner. So <laughs> so the other day I got out the vacuum and we have a dog that sheds, Odie. And I just started vacuuming for like 30 minutes the area where he is because it was, it was underneath the pillows and everything. And that was just my way of – and then I took him for a walk. It was just my way to release some stress and, and just kind of get away from this for a minute. And I think it can be as simple as that. Oh, you my know? gosh, yeah. And you should know, everyone out there, that probably Sam's seat where he sits for the evening news is probably the cleanest in this building because he <laughs> is a cleaner. So, um, But there's also good – today in the neighborhood, I saw so many people that I'd never see out in the neighborhood just walking the dogs, the kids constantly so i'm hoping that maybe chris bailey will be able to make sure that we have some better weather so that if we are cooped up longer with this and we don't know how much longer any of this is going to go on but um we maybe today was the first day of spring when we're recording this so maybe spring will finally show up and we can get out more yeah and and i think it's great that they're re-showing some of the big basketball games college basketball games and on the ride home from dinner tonight i heard tom leach calling i think was the championship game maybe from 2012 Mm -hmm. with the kentucky wildcats and just to hear that familiar voice and that all of a sudden I had a new appreciation because we were there in New Orleans when that happened and it it, it gives me chills now even thinking about it that brought me back to that moment and go wow that really was special and I miss that but life does go on absolutely and we are going to have more on this weekend as well so you're going to get your basketball fix it might not just be the way that you were intending to get your basketball fix in March but it is going to be there but we just wanted to pop in today. I just want to use Uniquely Kentucky this week just to, to let you know that um, we may be there every single day giving you the information that you need to know, but I want you to know that um, we care about the people that are on the other side of that television. Wherever you are, whoever you are, we hope that we can bring you a sense of information, but a sense of compassion because... I can say personally, and I know Sam feels this way, we go home at night and I think about a lot of strangers, people that I I don't know, but I do say a lot of prayers for a lot of people that I don't know because of the job that we do. So... 
and, and we'll continue to try to sometimes we have to ask the tough questions, yeah. even of the governor. That's part of our job and to try to find answers to this. But more than anything, to present every night to the folks at home, here's what's happening right now. Here's how it affects you. And we care. And that's just not an easy word that we say. Both of us live and work and go to school and gone to school and church here mm-hmm. and, and have family here and roots here. And, and so it's, it's not a small thing that this is our home yeah. when this is happening. You know, we, we, our slogan is WKYT stands for Kentucky, and we do stand for Kentucky. But we just recently put out a promo that to me was mm-hmm. much more than any promo we've ever put out. It's not about us nope. and it's about us caring for you and we really do care for every single person and um, you know again it doesn't matter if you've been one of these people that unfortunately is on the list of folks that now have COVID-19 or you are one of the thousands upon thousands of people that are going to be affected in an indirect way now we care about you every single night when we're doing the news and I believe what the governor says Every time, the first thing he says is, folks, we're going to get through this. And I believe that's going to happen, hopefully sooner rather than later, but it will happen. Well, Sam, thank you for giving me some time. We've been through some crazy news (laughs) times together, and those will continue to come (laughs) as well. And again, uh, we will get through this. But again, if you're out there listening, I just hope that you are um, staying healthy, that you're doing, you're taking care of yourself, and uh, we will get through this. And I'll be back with another edition of Uniquely Kentucky. And until then, I'll see you on the news on WKYT.